Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine unlocking a version of yourself that's unstoppable, where mental barriers no longer hold you back. Listen to Mentally Stronger with me, Amy Morin, therapist and international bestselling author, here to guide you on a journey to reaching your greatest potential. Every Monday, I bring you into conversations with some of the most fascinating minds, experts, authors, entrepreneurs, athletes, and musicians. They don't just share stories. They reveal the mental strategies that propelled them to the top. But here's the real magic. At the end of each episode, I break down their wisdom into practical therapist-approved advice. In my solo episodes, I dive deep into the techniques that build mental strength. It's like having your own personal therapy session as you discover how to turn these insights into steps you can take right now. This podcast isn't just for those facing mental health challenges. It's for anyone who wants to push their limits, achieve peak performance, and truly thrive. Are you ready to unlock your full potential? Then it's time to become mentally stronger. Subscribe to Mentally Stronger with therapist Amy Morin, available wherever you love to listen to podcasts. A werewolf, Bigfoot, a slimy three-legged monster. For some, the mere mention of these creatures garners a chuckle. For others, they create a sense of fear and fascination. But the idea that there may be many beasts out there yet to be discovered is something that should interest us all. These are the top five most credible creature encounters. Number five, the story of Xana. Known as the Wild Woman, Xana was found and captured by local hunters as they explored the dense forests of the Oxumcheer region of Georgia and Russia. The year was 1850 and the hunters were scavenging the forest for whatever they could find when they saw something that looked like a half-ape, half-woman. Much of her body, including her torso, legs, arms, and fingers were massive and covered in thick auburn hair. Despite being ferocious and violent, The hunters captured her and took her back to the nearby village of Tekina, where she was given to a nobleman, Eji Jeniba. She was given the name Xana. At first, she was so violent she had to be placed in a cage where she dug herself a hole in the ground to sleep. They couldn't go near her to give her food, so it was thrown at her instead. Over time, she calmed down and became more domesticated and was transferred to a larger enclosure and then later allowed to roam free. Although she was still vicious when in a bad mood, the villagers were able to go near her when she was happy. Xana learned how to grind stone and collect firewood, and only showed fear when her master, Edgy, would scold her. She was incredibly strong and had a huge tolerance for the cold. She hated wearing clothes because they made her feel hot, and it was said she could lift a 175-pound sack of rice with one hand up a hill. She was able to climb trees with ease to reach grapes, which she loved, and would often roam the forest at night, but stayed close by because she was fed and sheltered. She ended up giving birth to several children, 
some of which survived while others died because of her habit to dip the newborns in freezing water. Her children were of normal appearance, and the father gave four away to nearby villages. There were two girls who were born in 1880 and 1882, and the two boys were born in 1878 and 1884, and they all lived normal lives, assimilated into society, married, and even had families of their own. Zana died in 1890, and the location of her remains are unknown, so it's impossible to fully study. However, her son's skull has been studied, and is said to be atypical, bearing similarities to those found during the Neolithic period, which was around 10,000 BC. DNA testing of her relatives has concluded she was of sub-Saharan African ancestry, but they couldn't fit her in any known group. Many also believe she and her breed give credibility to the myth of the Almas or the Almaslar. These are legendary creatures said to roam around Central Asia, Russia, and the Caucasus. They are considered to be more wild people as opposed to apes, the Yeti, or Bigfoot. The Almas were bipedal, had reddish-brown hair on their body, pronounced brow ridge, flat nose, and a weaker chin, all of which Xana possessed. Accounts of them date back to the 15th century where Mongolian families had spotted and even interacted with them. There are those who speculate the Almas are relic Neanderthals. Whatever the truth may be, it's an unusual point in our biological history and something that remains a fascinating mystery. Number 4. The Enfield Horror Considered one of the most bizarre creatures ever to be reported, the Enfield Horror is not your run-of-the-mill creature. It all started in 1973 in the small town of Enfield, Illinois. Around 9 p.m. on April 25th, a young boy named Greg Garrett was in his backyard playing when suddenly he started screaming and running towards his parents in the living room. He told them a monster had stomped on his feet, tearing open his shoes with its claws. Police were called, but they couldn't find any signs of the creature. Then about a half hour later, Henry McDaniel, Garrett's neighbor, found his children in a panic because they were hearing loud scratching noises on the front door. Thinking it was most likely a dog, Henry opened it and was shocked to find an unusual creature staring back. He slammed the door shut, grabbed his pistol, and headed back out to shoot whatever the beast was, but it leapt into the air so fast he lost sight of it. He then called the police and they found unusual footprints including those resembling a dog's but with six toe pads. There were also only three legs and unusual scratch marks on his door as he had said. When asked to describe what exactly it was he saw, Henry told them, it had three legs on it, a short body, two little short arms coming out of its breast area and two pink eyes as big as flashlights. It stood four and a half feet tall and was grayish in color. It was trying to get into the house. Soon enough, the account of McDaniel and little Garrett had made the rounds in the small town. Visitors, monster hunters, and curiosity seekers came in droves trying to capture or see it for themselves. Two hunters reported spotting a gray monkey. They tried to shoot it, but it was too fast, while others claimed to have hit it, but it didn't phase the beast. Other witnesses came forward, including a news director for a radio station, WWKI, in Kokomo. While hunting, they spotted a gray ape-like creature that was hunched over an abandoned home near McDaniel's property. 
It was too fast for them to track and it disappeared into the forest. Slowly, the reports of creature sightings stopped, and to this day, no one knows what the Enfield horror was. Many have proposed it could have been a misidentified animal, possibly a kangaroo or large dog, wild cats or others. There are those that believe it may have been a genetically experimented on animal, and then others say it may have been an alien or even a demon of some sort. An interesting fact is that 40 miles away from Enfield and 30 years prior, there were several reports of a strange creature in the town of Mount Vernon. It was described to be baboon-like and could leap great distances. It was also blamed for the various deaths of livestock in the area. Could it have been the same creature that had then traveled to Enfield? Or did all these people mistake some common animal for a monstrous creature? Number 3. The Converse Wolf Monster Werewolves are one of the most famous cryptid creatures out there, and one reported case of the man-beast happened in Converse, Texas. The story of the huge werewolf creature first began during the 1800s, but the most recent and commonly retold one happened in the 1960s. A rancher lived on a piece of land with his son, and while the father was a rugged man who preferred the pioneer's way of living, his son was more bookish and timid. In a bid to make a man out of him, he forced him to go out into the woods alone to hunt and kill his first deer. While reluctant, the boy couldn't say no, and so he set off. He headed to a heavily wooded area known ominously as Skull's Crossing, and after several hours on the hunt, saw that a large creature was stalking him. Fearing for his life, he ran back home and told his dad he saw a creature resembling a werewolf. True to fashion, the rancher dismissed the boy's claims and told him to go back out into the woods and resume his hunt. Despite the fear, the boy obeyed his father and headed back. Several hours passed and it was beginning to get dark when the boy still hadn't returned. Now worried about his safety, the rancher gathered a search party who began looking for him. As they made their way into the woods, the party was horrified at what they saw. A monstrous, hairy creature hunched over the boy's body, devouring him. The men fired their guns and it fled, and the creature, or werewolf, was described to be eight to nine feet tall and covered in thick, dark hair. Devastated by the death, the rancher shut himself off from the world and became a recluse before ultimately dying. Today, the story of the Converse monster still makes the rounds. While many believe it could be a werewolf, Others say it's possible it was a wood ape or sasquatch. While sasquatches are believed to not eat humans, they are credited as having similar diets to that of black bears, and on occasion black bears do hunt meat, especially when it comes as an easy meal. Number 2. The Folk Monster Dubbed as the Southern Sasquatch, the folk monster is a mythical beast often sighted around the town of Folk in Miller County, Arkansas. It's described as a large hominid-like creature that's covered in long black hair. It stands 7 feet tall and weighs somewhere between 200 and 300 pounds. And according to witnesses, it's said to bear a chest width of 3 feet or more. When it moves, it almost looks like it's galloping, and its arms swing back and forth just like a monkey. It has bright red eyes and smells terrible like a skunk or a wet dog. 
Additionally, footprints measuring 17 inches and having only three toes are attributed to this monster. Claw marks and various tracks have also been discovered in the area that it roams. Since the 1970s, the folk monster has been sighted in several swampy areas in the county, but there was one particular incident that defined its existence. In May of 1971, Elizabeth Ford was sleeping on her couch when she was awoken by a creature reaching through the screen window. Initially thinking it was a bear, her husband Bobby and his brother Don managed to chase it away. However, just before midnight on May 2nd, it returned. This time it grabbed Bobby by the shoulders and threw him on the ground. He managed to crawl away to safety. He was brought to the hospital where he was treated for claw wounds and mild shock. The Fords thought they managed to hit the creature when they fired shots, but they couldn't find any sign of blood. When police came, they found tracks around the home, damage to the window and scratch marks on the siding of the house. A couple weeks later, the creature was seen crossing Highway 71, and soon more witnesses came forward. Some told of seeing an ape-like hairy creature and further footprints were discovered. One of them was found in a soybean field, and it was scrutinized by the game warden, but he couldn't identify what type of animal it belonged to. After that, the popularity of the folk monster as well as the surge in sightings attracted locals and tourists. A movie was even made which put Folk County on the map. Today, many still wonder whether the monster ever existed in the first place, but there's no denying that the high number of sightings that continue to grow make for an interesting addition to the tale. Number one, man sees Bigfoot. Reports of Bigfoot have been around for a long time. Some believe it all to be a hoax and others say there's no doubt they exist. The following is a 911 call capturing a terrified resident on the Kitsap Peninsula in Washington state. The call was recorded in 1990 when a man described seeing a large creature in his yard, and the authenticity in his voice is hard to deny. Have a listen and decide for yourself. 911, what are you reporting? Uh, we got someone or something crawling around out here. Did you see what it was? Was it a person or an animal? or? I can't tell. All I know is that my central light came on and I just happened to glance and see this thing running across the yard. Uh, a good-sized man or something that looks like a man. I don't know what it was, just that it ran across the yard. Okay. You've had problems in the neighborhood before? Yeah, my dog was killed here just recently. I don't know what it was. Whatever it is, it's running. I couldn't catch it if I was going to chase it. But whatever it was, it was standing up. I'm out here looking through the window now and I don't see anything. I don't want to go outside. Jesus Christ, you better... Sir? Hello? Get somebody out here. What's going on now, sir? That son of a bitch is about six foot nine, I don't know. Do you see him now, sir? Yes, I'm looking right at him. Uh Uh-oh. Okay, hang on. He's right... Is he in your yard, sir? Yeah, God, he's big. Okay, what's he doing in your yard? He's looking at me. And the guy is on foot. I don't know what... it's, It's a big... Real big person. That's all I can say. Okay, but it is a it is a person. <laughs> yeah, I'd say it was a person, somebody really big. But he's all in black. He's is he a black male or a white male? Did you actually see whether, or was he just wearing black? He's all black and he's big. He is big. Listening to the call makes you wonder what it was he saw. When the police arrived, they could find no sign of anything being there. 
You can also tell that the man is hesitant to call it a Bigfoot and instead described it as a thing or possibly a big man dressed in black. What's most telling in making this a credible report is that you can sense the escalation of fear and seriousness in the call. Reporting or creating a prank on 911 is punishable by jail time, and there doesn't seem to be any reason why a grown man would make something like this up. Today, Bigfoot sightings are still around, and many of them happen in the Pacific Northwest, an area known for large expanses of dense forest and sparse human population. So those were the top five most credible creature encounters. We like to dismiss anything that's out of the ordinary as a hoax, but these encounters lend credence that it's highly possible there's creatures in this world that we may not know anything about. If you enjoyed this video, then please subscribe to our channel and click the notification bell because every Sunday we're putting out new videos that we know you'll love. Thanks for watching, and I'll see you next week.